Oh, hello. Hello, welcome back. Or welcome, period. Welcome <laughs> for the first time ever. I don't know. Maybe this is your first foray into Mom Get Your Shit Together, the self-care and beauty podcast for moms. It's me, Amy Albert, and I will be guiding you through this time together when we are going to learn, we're going to love, we're going to drink champagne in my car. We're not driving. But the reason why we're in my car, again, two reasons. One, my kids are awake. Two, my beautiful guest who I'm about to introduce, when I asked her if she would do it, said only if we can record that shit in your car, girl. Uh, I, just she, went, I just went to cheers your champagne with my microphone, which didn't seem, <laughs> just felt organic at the time. <laughs> she asked, no, that ter- didn't translate. <laughs> um, also, I went to go... Um, as my beautiful guest was pulling up, uh, for, and I, I knew you were coming at that time, by the way, but I don't understand how time works anymore with two kids. <laughs> um, I was like, I have 20 minutes. I have three minutes. Um, she pulled up as I was leaving the uh, garage or the wherever the fuck this is, and um, uh, she parked, and I said, I'll come get you. And she was like, the fuck's happening? <laughs> and I said, we're going to go get booze and drink. And she was like, you can. And I go, good. <laughs> I support you. Yes. Not by joining you, but just by being but here. But just being smiling. supportive, mm-hmm. which is honestly half the battle for me. I'm here for you. Just like, you know, you can, I don't care if you're judging me as long as you uh, know that I'm doing it and everyone's friends. So um, we, uh, we've we come to the part of the podcast where I introduce my love. Um, she and I met actually for the first, which is so crazy, for the first time at this amazing retreat uh, with like, all of our friends. Yeah, like 200 women. 200 amazing moms. Right. It was so fucking fun and so life-changing. Because um, I'm like not a retreat gal, but I am now. Um, <laughs> and um, uh, first thing you should know is that she is one of the funniest people I've ever known. We slept in the same cabin, uh, very close to each other. A wall was the only thing separating us. Open floor plan. I'll tell you what later. And um, <laughs> a wall and two marriages. It was the only thing keeping us apart. <laughs> um, and she's an unscripted TV producer. She is um, a beautiful, beautiful woman. A hilarious woman. She ha- her arm is in a sling. We're gonna get to that. It's Katie Kessler. Hooray! My beautiful handicapped friend. <laughs> Katie Gessler, who, as I uh, was pulling up, this is the only time I've driven with my arm in a sling, and I'm pretty sure it's illegal, maybe? Are you sure about that? Nope. Okay, me neither. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, when I was doing a U-turn, I was like, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. Oh, my God. Because you start going, and you're like, oh, it's on you, lefty. It's on you, lefty. (laughs) Let's do this left arm, you and me. Um, Are you right-handed or left-handed? Oh, right-handed. Oh, balls. Not not the devil's hand. I would have gotten that slapped right out of me at Catholic school for- (laughs) Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, at least my father is left-handed, and they tried to beat it out of him, and so wow, yeah, and so he didn't give me the option. But I'm pretty sure I'm right-handed. Well, my, I do write like a lefty, though. Both of my uh, my parents, uh, well, my dad, my dad passed away, but both my parents uh, are left-handed, and my brother and I are not. My daughter is. <gasps> Interesting. Yeah. Skips a Jenny, maybe. I, guess. I don't know. I like it. My mom was like, it was always a point of pride for me. Like it made me different. And when I would teach, like the third graders, and I would teach like creative writing through the story pirates um i would always like immediately note how many of them were lefties Mm -hmm. one Um, of us one of us you'd hold them after class and be like like, listen guys you guys are better than all the rest of them (laughs) 
Just so you know that. I just want to set you up. <laughs> Don't let the man keep you down. So um, should we talk about the arm? Uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty anticlimactic because of the 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 excuse. Well, so in the past week, uh, I have flown four times. What? Each, each of those were connecting flights, and so I had a very heavy carry-on bag that I had to put up and take down twelve times mm. in the past week. Mm-mm. And I'm pretty sure in my twenties this would not have resulted in a sprained shoulder. Uh, but the very last flight uh, was Vegas to L.A. last night. And I, I I threw it up in the overhead and I sat down. I didn't feel anything. There wasn't like a snap or a twang. Uh, and then I went to uh, raise my hand at one point and my arm, nothing happened. It was just like a dead weight at my side. And oh. I was like, oh, that's funky. And then I, I tried it again and nothing happened uh, except just like extreme pain. And so oh, no. at first I was like, mm, I tore my rotator cuff. I, it's out of the socket. I broke my... And then I got home and the husband was like, it's probably sprained. Just put it in a in a fucking sling and, and see how you do. But meanwhile, husband, uh, as I told you off mic, currently has gout in his knee, in his wrist, and in his knuckles. So he is fully laid out, can't do anything. And I didn't realize how completely uh, kind of depressing it is to not have full use of yeah everything when you're when you're trying to um, like clean up or, 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 you know, do the dishes or make dinner or something and you just have the one... There's like some, somewhere there's like a one-armed mom listening to this going like, fucking fuck up. <laughs> fucking crybaby. You little bitches. <laughs> you little bitches. I know. There's like a YouTube of like the, uh, yeah, let's not go do it. Anyways. Um, so yeah, so I've just spent this morning just like screaming at, at uh, screaming at my husband being like, why are you always injured when I'm injured? I want to be injured alone. Yes. I want to be the only one hurt. It um, is your turn to be It's the my turn one, yeah. to be taken care of, God damn it. But yeah. it's, yeah, no, so I'm. I'm one arm down, but still doing all the work as per huge. Um, and the only, the last time this sort of happened was when we moved into our current townhouse. And the day before we moved in, I was holding my baby and I tripped on the curb. And he rolled into the road, like into the middle of the street. And I terribly sprained my right ankle and had a hairline fracture. And oh my husband was out of town for the move. So I had a toddler and my like the doctor was like you can't put any weight on it for six weeks and I was like lol lol sure doc um and so like I, I called a friend and I was like I need you to pick me up with a boot because I'm walking out of here um and I did and it was fine but now it's like I'm Badass. forever that right ankle is just like never gonna be okay again oh, and I'm fuck. realizing this now at I'm gonna be 39 in March that so many of the decisions of our youth like not wearing sunscreen and Ugh. not taking care of your basically you don't realize until you're like, oh, I'm starting to look really old. What can I do about it? And they're like, well, 20 years ago, you could have blah, 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 blah. And you're like, that's okay. You're, yeah. Thanks. Thank but you. that's not what helping I'm me now. About. That's not helping. <laughs> right. So you, it's like the sort of thing where you have to get ahead of it. Um, high climate change. Uh, the sort of thing where like you had to have started caring that doesn't exist, before you cared. The president no, doesn't believe. Uh, no, it was my father. And he's a scientist. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but just like such deep loyalty to conservative talk radio that. It it over it it circumcises. I'm not sure those are words. His sciency background. Nope. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Wasn't that not? Giggly. Moving on. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So like, so this shoulder thing is is there's a line in in the um in that Louis C.K. Tuh, tuh, um mm. stand up special where. <laughs> Uh, where he, he says, like, he goes to the doctor with, like, a messed up ankle, and he's like, what do we do about this? The doctor's like, no, that's just what your, what your life is like now. Like, because you get, you get old, when you're young and things get messed up, and a day later you bounce back, and when you get older, things get messed up, and it's like, your body's like, sorry, you should have been better at this. 
You should have taken better care of yourself. Um, and I didn't. And you know what is really bullshit about that whole thing is mm. that we have. So I'm 39. Also, um, you are still 38, by the way. Yeah, for two months. My sweet little young angel baby. I don't feel 38. You, I feel old. Well, I told you this on when we were going to buy the booze for me <laughs> um, alone in her, my car. Um, we're not driving, by the way, now, just so you guys know. We are not driving. Uh, <laughs> till I turn off the mic. Just kidding. Um, JK, JK. Um, that you look like. You look like you're, th- I mean, you look very young, like 30. I thought the oldest you could possibly be is 31. That's very kind of you, and I'll tell you what it is. All the weight I put on after having my son, it just like fills everything out. Really? I think so. Because my father was extremely heavy his whole life. He probably was always, I shouldn't say extremely heavy, but, you know, he was. Always, he looked like kind of like Dan Connor from Roseanne. He was always like mm-hmm. 330 pounds. He was like a big dude. Mm-hmm. And then... Maybe seven years ago, he was like, I'm going to just count calories and go for a walk every day. And he lost, I mean, he's down to 210 and he's kept it off this whole time. Wow. Is he tall? Yeah, he's tall. He's tall. Um, he's 6'5", I think. Oh, my God. Yeah. My husband's 6'5". Yeah. And his dad was like 6'7". Jesus. I know. my kid my, my, a tall lineage. I know. Well, my dad's side is, he, my grandpa played pro basketball. He was like a, a big, big dude. And oh, my, fuck. I think, I know, my kid's been in the 100th percentile for height, weight, and head recovery. I mean, it's he's never gonna he's never gonna be like the smallest kid in his class. That's so sweet, though. I know. My, I, I I breed giants. It's good. I come from giants, and I and I breed giants. I told you, you're tall. No, I'm five six. Five six. You think I'm thirty and like six foot tall? You see, and I come in and I'm like <laughs> arm in a swing, greasy hair. Like I can't put my hair up because I can't lift my right arm, <laughs> and so my hair is like I tried. I laid down on the bed and like snaked my right arm as high as oh. I could get it and tried to make it work. And then I I was gonna go ask baby daddy, but he's like doubly useless. Um, he doesn't have the skills or nor the use of his left hand. So here I am in all my greasy glory, which is pretty authentic. It's not greasy at all, actually. Thanks. Um, and and I've been really staring at your face a whole lot, like in a creepy way. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. you like have no wrinkles. Also, your glasses are sick. I'm really into everything. I got a lot of glasses compliments at my uncle's funeral yesterday. I got uh, I so I was I was home for I shouldn't have left there. I was home for Christmas for two weeks in Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Um, two snow- weeks. Yeah, wow, that is a long. Time. I know, and we wouldn't have been there that long, but my sister got married last Saturday, oh. so we stayed for the wedding. That's why you said I have to. Yes, I flew wedding. so much, so the next day was uh, uh, we were flying home, and my uncle passed away that day, oh, shit. and it was like, do we extend or do we? So I decided to get my kid back in his routine, get him home, get him settled because his grandparents are coming from New Zealand soon. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't do great with his transition from being like overwhelmed with love by grandma and grandpa and then coming back to Los Angeles where he's just, (laughs) I mean, also loved by his parents, abused and ignored. No, where he's like (laughs) back into his routine and what he typically does is he shits his pants for about a week and a half. I don't know why. He's almost four. But that's his transition. Oh, my God. So I was like, let me get him back into his thing so he's not a pants shitter when his other grandparents <laughs> come into town. And and so I, I dropped them off on Sunday, flew back to Buffalo Wednesday, and flew back last night. Yeah. So it's been a lot. And I'm feeling, like, ragged. I'm feeling rough. You must be so tired. I am. But I can't. I can't rest because of course you can't. Of the handicapped husband. Um, and not to mention my kid, who again is almost four, he hasn't slept through the night. I mean, he slept through the night less than five times. He, really? yeah, he still wakes up 
at least once a night to go to the bathroom, mm. and he won't do it alone. Oh, God. He needs supervision. Like, I've left a potty in his room, and at nighttime, I'm just like, Emmett, tonight, what's going to happen? So you're going to feel like you have to go potty, and you're going to get out of bed, and you're going to sit on the potty, and you're going to go. Yeah. And you're not going to say anything. <laughs> then you're going to get back in your bed, pull up the covers, and go back to sleep. And he's like, nah, no, no. I'm like, literally what I go with, he goes, mom, mom, I have to go potty, I have to go potty. And I go in his room and I stand there and I just do like, like the Vanna White, like, ta-da, like, here, <laughs> here's a path. I, I recommend this path from you to your bed, just like an arm sweep oh. and then an arm sweep back to the bed when he's done and that's it. Oh my God, that is, yeah. Pointless. Well. And if he doesn't wake up to pee, he'll wake up, mommy, mommy, I had a dream, I had a dream. And I run out and I go, oh, you had a bad dream? He goes, no, I had a nice dream. And then goes back to sleep. Fuck. <laughs> Him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, so Bo, I mean, I obviously talk about, but is it warm in here? Do you want me to open the windows a little No, bit? I feel good. Okay. I must be the booze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, am I admitting? Because I'm always sweating. Um, me too. And I stink now. No, you, what? what? Well, no, I, I just mean like now in my life, like since having my kid, I think my chemistry has changed because oh, I'm yeah. much stinkier and I also, um, I can't handle my alcohol. But maybe also that could just be getting older. Maybe. Well, do you remember how much you could drink in your twenties and wake up the next day and feel fine? Oh, sure. Yeah. I'm, I like if I if I when I wake up in the morning after a beer, I I can tell. I can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is the first time I've had a drink uh, in this month. Which honestly, this um, podcast is probably going to come out in not January. So <laughs> in January, I wasn't drinking and then today my husband was like you know what would be fun is if you go get booze <laughs> you know what would be fun for me is if you stopped being dry <laughs> it was like you're way too up my ass because you're so fucking cognizant of everything and I'm exhausted so if you could dull your senses by like 50 to 75 percent we're all gonna be he was like listen um, no offense, but it's easier for me to like manage the kids when you are not here. And I was like, huh, the fuck does that mean? He's like, because I have really low expectations of myself. <laughs> I think that's actually true. I think it's because he's like, all right, no one uh, lick a socket or fucking eat a knife. And then I don't know. I don't know if this is going to embarrass you. But when I arrived at Amy's house today, I walked in and her her dog was dragging an entire <laughs> sandwich across her couch. <laughs> That does this not embarrass is, me. No, that is so real. That was her husband. Her husband was home with the kids. Just like, hey, how you doing? The dog's like, ah, like oh my dragging God. a whole sandwich <laughs> across your, not not like across the kitchen floor, like across a couch. <laughs> it's such chaos in my home, you guys. Ever since I, so Dave the dog, I'm sure I've talked about him. He's a 13 pound Yorkie. He's a dick. <laughs> and I love him. He was my first baby. But he is the worst behaved dog I've ever, we adopted him. And I've, I, I also am like not authoritative with my animals where yeah. I'm like, be free. You live, you were eating garbage when they found you. My God, be you. <laughs> and it's like, and he's like, you want me to be me, bitch? I'm going to go pee in this room <laughs> right now in front of you. I'm going to make eye contact. I'm going to poop on your daughter's bed. Okay, bye. <laughs> so, and I can't break him of it because I'm like, I don't know what to do. How, how old is he? He's, uh, God, I guess maybe 11. Oh, yeah. No, it's done. Just it's, let it It's happen. done, though, yeah. right? I mean, he's like... It's over. He doesn't give a shit. Mm -mm. Yesterday, horribly. The, so he's also... Like, he's very good with my kids. 
Um, look, we're fogging it up. It looks like we're hooking up in here. It does look like we're hooking up. Um, anyone looking? <laughs> I'm getting cop, some. A cop knocks on the door. You roll it down. There's a bottle of champagne and girls holding microphones. <laughs> you want in on this? We don't even know what it is. You want to get in? There's two car Sit seats. Sit in the car seat. <laughs> Be our little baby. That <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to write a porn after this. Immediately, we are writing and producing a porn. This is writing a porn. We're um, living it. Yeah, exactly. So, um... He, uh, 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 what was I going to say? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares at this point? Should we just talk about self-care yeah. stuff? We should yes. probably get into that. So I made a cheat sheet. You made, I'm so excited that you did. And, um, I is, did it on the airplane. Is your arm, so is your arm in pain at all? Are you Only on when I pills? move it. Uh, I'm, I'm on some pain pills. No, I'm just, I'm just taking like high doses of ibuprofen. Like okay. naproxen? Is that what? I don't know. It's just like. That sounds right. Intense, uh, intense amounts of ibuprofen after my c-section all i took was intense amounts of ibuprofen i gotta tell you that's fucking bullshit it is it's uh, wait it's a hospital they didn't give you percocet uh at the hospital for a couple days they gave me percocet but i had a really i had a really hard um uh what's it called when you're getting better recovery thank you uh i had a really um i'm just <laughs> smelling the champagne and i can't it's going right to my head i'm um, breathing in this car because that is we're hot boxing car. champagne yeah. bubbles yeah. um I had a really difficult, I had a really diff- difficult C-section recovery, um, where I had uh, I had such bad hematomas uh, that oh it love. basically burst through my C-section, and so it didn't heal for a long time. It's so hard. It was so hard, and so I was just taking ibuprofen, and I was just miserable, and I was alone. My baby daddy was in um, New Zealand, and so my mother basically like moved in and and took care of both of us. That's really nice. I know. Did God she bless love her. It? Uh, yes, but she went a little, oh, she'd kill me. Uh, it was, uh, the, after six weeks of being like deeply in it with us at the end, it was time for her to go. And she was like, I, um, I feel like he's my son. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, well, but he's, he's well. my son. And she's like, but maybe I could just, just until he's walking, maybe I could just have him like take him home with me. What? And part of me was kind of like, oh, that would be kind of sweet. Uh, know, but but that just because in the beginning you you feel crazy and your body is shit and you the one one of the best self care things I'll say that I did for myself was you know a first time moms especially nowadays with the internet and and you're just like I'm gonna do everything so right and it's uh, for my so baby exhausting. and I'm gonna you know everything is gonna be. Or, you know, I'm only going to eat organic when I'm pregnant and he's going to have cloth diapers and I'm going to eat my fucking placenta and I'm going <laughs> to, once I have, once I have my kid, um, I'm going to be like so in love with him and so bonded and we're blah, blah, blah. And then, <clears throat> and, and I'm going to yeah. breastfeed exclusively. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I had, uh, and then about two, no, I'll say five days after I gave birth. Um, I turned to my mom and I was like, I think I should probably just go on some antibiotics uh, mm-hmm. proactively. Mm. And I went, I went to a postpartum psychiatrist who specializes, and she basically just went, yes, yeah. yes. Just because I have a history of anxiety and depression, and um, I just felt that. So did you feel like you were going to get uh, PPD? Well, or? Well, right after, right after you get give birth, your hormones drop through the floor. It's it's, and especially yeah. in a situation with me where. Uh, I wasn't uh, at the at the time my um, well my now husband um, wasn't able to be in the country so I knew that I was going to be kind of going at it alone and I was terrified and I had gone off my antidepressants uh, and mood stabilizers before uh, during my pregnancy and I was going to did they recommend that you do that 
Uh, yes, the ones that I was on, yes. Okay. Um, and so then I was like, I'm going to try to stay off them so that I can breastfeed my baby without any drugs possibly entering his whatever. And then, and then you get the quote unquote baby blues. But my baby blues because I was so terrified about this like yawning uncertainty open before me of like, <laughs> is baby daddy going to be able to move here? Am I going to be able to afford this? Am I <sighs> that I basically just sobbed nonstop for a week? And then my mom was like, well, you'll start to feel better soon. Mm-hmm. But I had talked to so many moms who had fought the idea of like, I'm who, who thought that they were fine when they weren't fine. Right. And I didn't want to get myself deep in a hole mm-hmm. that I had to climb out of. Yeah. So I was like, I, I, I already have a, like a, I already lean towards anxiety and depression. Like, let me just get ahead of this. And I, the psychiatrist put me back on Lexapro, which was my drug of choice. Right. Um, and she like so many people are put on Zoloft for PPA and PPD and Zoloft is the one that's like super safe for breastfeeding. But Lexapro is basically it's just as safe, but they just are there's less studies that have been done. Right. But anyways, I went back on that and I kept pumping and I felt great and it was fine. And then we that's had like great. a very fun year. Um, so I, I there's a lot of shame, I feel like, with antidepressants and mm-hmm. anti-anxiety medications. And so I feel like people kind of rally against them and i am going to be i mean unless it ever stops working like i'll be on lexapro the rest of my life i'm a lifer i think i'm a lifer and i'm not ashamed of it and i talk about it so openly with people yes um because i you know i spent my my 20s as an anxious disaster Mm -hmm. and it it my anxiety ruled my life and Mm -hmm. i tried so many drugs and none of them worked and then i landed on lexapro and i am a complete the reason i have a child is because i was able to be chill enough to like start living my life right basically i was gonna be like let's one funk i know <laughs> get really drunk and have intercourse um <laughs> without protection um and so and so yeah i i it's you know it gave it, i feel like it gave me my life back and i am so grateful to it yeah and i'll i'll <clears throat> always be on it i think i am so um thrilled to that you brought this up because i i've been wanting to talk about this the whole season mm-hmm. um i uh I'm such a fan of antidepressants. Mm-hmm. I was, um, I've had um, uh, the kind of depression my whole, like starting at 10 years old where it was cool. like, yeah, because it runs in my family and right. we have a like, yeah. the mental illness uh, cycle <laughs> run through our veins. And um, we have a lot of it, honestly. And um, so I started really exhibiting uh, signs of depression very early and um, having like really like heart like self harm thoughts, mm. and um, you know never acted on them kind of you know I've ne- never acted on them but, um, <laughs> never say never I mean <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying like you know today is a long day so um, <laughs> but uh, when I was in my late twenties it really reared its ugly head and uh, actually I was thirty because I had met my husband who was just my boyfriend at the time and I was living in New York City and I would have these bouts of depression where I wouldn't get out of bed for days and days Same. and thought like I should like kill myself I had suicidal thoughts and. I never planned my demise, but I did um, wish for it. Yeah. Oh, I just didn't care if it happened or not. Ugh. It was this ambivalence and uh, 
And, you know, all the while, by the way, I was working, I was doing shows, I was doing stand-up, I was doing improv, I was doing all these things, and on the inside, just, like, suffering so much, and I thought, if I go on medication, it's going to take away whatever spark I have, or whatever. That's what I, yeah, yeah. I was so afraid of that. Yeah, whatever bullshit there, that, that you feed yourself. So, um... I went on a couple of medications that were mad, right? Yeah. And then, um, and then I, when, when we moved out to LA uh, six years ago, um, I went to a psychiatrist who kind of like found the right balance for me. And I've been on it ever since. And I was on it throughout my pregnancy and throughout breastfeeding and all of the things. And, um, you know, I was very open and honest with my OB and my psychiatrist and I was monitored and, um, it uh, and I was I'm kind of like the high risk depressive mm-hmm. that they said if you go off of it we are worried about you not taking care of yourself which right. means you want to so um so I was um uh, I remained under the medications and there's always that risk where like when you've been on it for so long and you've been feeling good and stable for so long you right. start to think maybe I'm just fine now and I don't need this medication right I've never thought that actually I had a, a like a, a glimpse of that sort of maybe 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 a year ago and I mentioned it to my psychiatrist and she was like nope it's just never. the meds they're working well yeah, yeah right. she was like that's not it's your chemistry yeah it's your chemistry and this is correcting something that wasn't working mm-hmm. and this is you this is what you have to do now to stay happy and I was like great okay done <laughs> yeah I mean and it's great and it's um I mean thank god and mm-hmm. I, I'm, I have the same uh, feeling about it as you do, where it's like, I could not be more grateful that I, not only have I not had like those scary thoughts, um, I will say I did have pretty bad postpartum depression with oh. my daughter. I didn't have it until 10 and a half months after I was done breastfeeding, where like one day she literally slapped my tit out of her mouth and was like, I'm done, bish. And, um, and, uh. I noticed myself falling into. I, I would hormones will get you. I they, mean, those motherfuckers. <laughs> um, <laughs> they are nasty, and I'll I'll tell you. Like, so I would always describe my uh, depression as going under. And if I could, uh, like, give you like like paint a picture, it was like I was under like a, a wave. A, mm-hmm. a huge wave was coming over me, and it was about to crash under me. And then I would just be under this wave where I couldn't breathe, I couldn't move, I had no control. And sometimes I'd be like that for months and months. Um, and I felt myself going under. I told my... Would you, like, disassociate at all? Um, no, I just, um... I think that I would, it would manifest in anger, but it also would manifest in, like, um, uh, if I, I would just be, like, I don't fucking care what happens to me. Um, I don't care... And I wouldn't, like, actively put myself in, like... You didn't engage in high-risk behavior? I mean, I think I always engage in high-risk behavior. <laughs> sort of. That's kind of my personality. <laughs> um, but, um, no, but I, I definitely um, was, like, it does not matter to me what happens to me. And so, and that, and, and when I had a kid, I was, like, uh, even, like, my cr- like my craziness was, like, uh, tap, tap, tap on your shoulder. Look, bitch, now you have a kid. Uh, you do not have room for this in your life. So I told my psychiatrist, and she put me on another medication. So I'm, like, on a cocktail now, and it's great. Awesome. And, I'm also on a cocktail, and, and it's, it's fuck, great. It's fucking awesome. And so um, the best self-care thing that you can do for yourselves, my lovely uh, listeners, is um, is listen to yourself. And if you need meds, there is no shame no and shame. It, it, and, and But I would also say not just listen to yourself, but if your family and friends are saying, hey, listen, 
you are suffering right uh, and you de- it's not because some people are like this is just what motherhood is like I guess I guess motherhood is just supposed to be this like hard this hard and this debilitating right and it's not supposed to be so, so, sometimes it's not it's sometimes it is your hormone sometimes it is the depression or the anxiety and if you have friends coming to you or family members coming to you and saying right um this we're afraid we're scared yeah, right we, we we are worried about you yeah listen to that <laughs> and i think that also um well i will say that some people if if um if you are surrounded by people who make you feel like shit because you want to go to any persons uh, it is their fucking issue and not yours. They're trying to keep you down because they are afraid that you're going to realize that they suck. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to you. True story. <laughs> I swear. It's like, I know a person, she just uh, left this, uh, This uh, they just broke up, but this guy did not want her to go on antidepressants and he would make her feel like shit about it. And she's what an asshole. What a piece of garbage. I honestly hope he gets hit by a car. He doesn't die. I just want to be really injured and have to like sit with his own thoughts and, <laughs> and like possibly like shit his pants three times a day and like have someone like change anyway so um grown man but I um it was so uh, hard for me to like stand but I'm like you know this person isn't in my family I just know her and the fact that and what and it was so apparent to me that I'm like this guy knows that the minute you're healthy he that you're gonna be like the fuck am I doing with you yeah and you're gonna run away yeah and so um you know I just if I can impart any wisdom from my life experience, <laughs> it's that um, ain't no shame in it. No, there's no shame, and like there's uh, call me. I will get, <laughs> write in, write, email me on the on the Facebook page, and I will call you, and I will I will just like I will lift you up, my loves, because you need to take care of yourself. You are very fucking important, uh, and your mental health is fucking everything. It's paramount. It's the foundation for everything else. Yes. And you cannot be a good mom or if you can't uh, take care of yourself. And so give yourself that gift. Uh, go to my psychiatrist. She will write you some shit. Yep. It'll be real good. You can get therapy online. They will Skype you. Mm-hmm. Take care of your well-being. Please. So that you can take care of others. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Great self-care tip. I'm so glad that that came up because I'm like, this whole season, I'm like, I really want to talk about how crazy I am. Well, you ha- you're, let's go out with a bang. Your craziest guest just came in. Uh, yeah, my antidepressant, my mood stabilizer, and my ADD meds. That is quite the cocktail that just keeps me trucking. I am on all of those things too. <laughs> After this ends, we should compare scripts. Oh my God. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Um, yeah, it's uh, the best. So, okay, so do you want to talk about products or what do you want to talk about? I mean, I, I, so that was the thing that I kind of like, uh, that was my cheat sheet is like the products of the stuff that I love, the stuff that I can't yes. live without. Yes, yes, yes. The stuff that I, you know, I'm like the, I'm like the, the father in my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> the way he is with Windex is how I am with Aquaphor. It's like, oh, I have an, a rash, like put Aquaphor on it. Like, oh, my eczema is flaring off. It's Aquaphor. My lips are dry, Aquaphor. And Aquaphor, it has restorative properties uh but it also what it does is it is it is it locks in moisture and so much of like your body's so good at taking care of itself sometimes mm-hmm. it's so good <laughs> at healing itself and like literally dry lips it's just drink water yep. and put on something like aquaphor so that the it moisture is, stays in there is yeah trapped inside so that your body like has a chance to kind of get its shit together um I know that you had on uh, Trina from Spalela as a guest, and she basically oh, taught yes. me everything I know about skincare. So I'm not going to kind of, I'm not going to rehash any of that. Um, but the one thing that I never thought I would do that, like I 
I really love mm-hmm. and and do with gusto is Botox. <gasps> the elevens between fuck yes my eyebrows. They the the furrow lines between my eyebrows brought me so much unhappiness because what they were was a result of me being so upset and anxious throughout my 20s and early 30s. Oh my God, yes. And having all that like, and so I would look in the mirror and that's what it reminded me of, these deep furrows of of unhappiness. Of like fear. Yeah, basically. Yeah, Yeah, terror. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) And so, you know, Botox is something that you have to do kind of regularly, like every three to four months. It's not the cheapest thing in the world. But then my forehead is that those lines are gone and relaxed and I look in the mirror and instead of going, oh, fuck, I go, hey. Oh, my God. And that's a, that's a great gift that it I give to myself. It is perfect. I'm, I'm, we're real close in this car, you guys. <laughs> it is beautiful. It's perfect. Do you do you Botox? Fuck yes, Where? I Botox. I do here. Um, she is describing the lines uh, across her forehead. Thank you and for the narrating. between her, um, her eyebrows. Yeah, and my 11th, and they're even still kind of there. I had to get 42, because I obviously didn't get Botox throughout my pregnancy. Right. And, um... And so I and I didn't get it till I was done breastfeeding. So Charlie was done at seven and a half months. I did not have PBD this time, which is very nice. And I'm glad you're well done. Thank you. I was like bracing myself for it. I'm like, there's just gonna be coming. And my husband was like, everyone get under the tarp. You know, (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be a shit show. (laughs) But um, luckily I pulled. I I mean, who knows? I might fall apart tomorrow. But um, uh, (laughs) I'm always making. Well, never say never. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not making room for it. Um, and so, but I got Botox and. I fucking love it. I love it too. And it feels like it feels like such an extravagance. And as mothers, I feel like we're always like, that money could be used as XYZ. And why am I it's such a it's so unnecessary and it's so vain and blah, 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 blah. um, but if it makes you happy mm-hmm. and it's not hurting anybody, yep. uh, and you can't afford it, fuck, go for it. Go for it. And baby. I never thought like I grew up in Buffalo. Like I'm very like it's very like kind of like a Midwestern, you know, the Rust Belt. It, it's it's this kind of like, you know, growing up you would think when you think of Botox, you're kind of like, oh, those fucking Hollywood There's fucking, Kardashian. Yeah, oh, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> But it's not like it hasn't been like that at, at all for me. The only thing I will say about Botox that makes me crazy is when people Botox what they call their crow's feet, which is their laugh and smile lines mm-hmm. on the side of their eyes because the reason I got rid of the wrinkles between my eyebrows is because it was, they're reflective of bad times in my life. Totally. And my smile lines- Are beautiful. They're, it's, it's, it's like tattoos on your skin of joy and mm-hmm. happiness and laughter. And I, I, I always say this to people, but my grandmother had the deepest laugh and smile let's call them crinkles you know on the side of her eyes and it was my favorite thing about her and I would literally every time she smiled my little fat finger would would, would go up to her <laughs> temple and go and like run my finger oh. down them and I loved them so much and she was such a deeply happy joyful person right and so when I see those lines on people I'm like I'm gonna like this person yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. like this happy person um and so, like, not not all wrinkles are created equal. Some mm. of them, some of them, I fucking hate, and some of them I love. And if you can kind of change the way you think about a lot of them, yep. um, I think that because I see a lot of people just like picking themselves apart. It's like everybody grows old, everybody ages. It's yeah. natural. It's going to happen. You know, pick your battles. Yes. And and don't you know don't freeze your face and fill it with all kinds of shit. Just. Yeah, I'm yeah. a little pixie choosy about what I do. I just microbladed my eyebrow, or had my eyebrows microbladed. <gasps> oh, oh, did you go to um, 
the person in our group. In yes. Our group? Yes. To, to Len. Len. I went to Len. Oh, and boy. because there was something about. I should have her on the phone. You should have her on the phone. Come on, come on. When I, um, th- uh, before leaving the house, uh, before the things I would always do. If I was only going to do one thing, mm-hmm. I would fill in my eyebrows. Yes, girl. Because without filled in eyebrows, I feel like I looked like uh, a corpse that had been pulled out of a river <laughs> that had been <laughs> missing for days. It's just like you're so, I just felt so sallow and so pale and so like, they, I feel like they frame your face and yeah, they look amazing. Thanks, they girl. Are- <laughs> we're in like a almost pitch black car um, but they actually do look really nice <laughs> no my mirror lid is on and once the uh, fucking carport light goes on in our then you can examine them put a flashlight on it uh, no but that was like another gift that I did for myself that felt kind of like unnecessary and uh, you know but but I don't have to do my eyebrows before I leave the house. And, and I don't, when I look at pictures, I'm not like, oh, fuck, I look like a corpse. Why didn't I just do a little? I'm just like, they're there. They're always there. Because you're super blonde. Have you always been blonde? No. Ooh. I've always been a, 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 a deep brunette. What? And then when I had my son, I got a shock of gray hair, a skunk patch, right uh, at the front of my head, just like my mom did when she gave birth to me. Like, we saw the future and were terrified by it. And we're like... <laughs> Got one of those like fear patches of gray, and um, and I was just like, is it easier to go blonde or update the roots? Easier to go blonde or update the roots? And almost everyone was like, just go blonde. My mother comes from a family of nine kids, so she's eight siblings, and all the women have gone blonde. So and my mom's maiden name is Hardy. We had a lot of Hardy parties growing up, and so I just like, I'm like, I'm just gonna embrace it. I'm gonna be a Hardy, and um, it looks so now. Na- I would, I just assume that you've uh, that you were born. A natural blonde. Really? Yes. And I know, and also, like, I my brows are dark and my hair is blonde, but I like the way that looks. I don't I think. think I mean, they're, uh, yeah, I love that contrast. Um, I used to, you remember when, like, Madonna, you had, like, black mm. brows, platinum hair? I yeah. was like, fuck yes. <laughs> I am less fuck yes about that look, but I think <laughs> I like this look. I mean, I was, like, eight or whatever. Right. <laughs> Um, it was like 10 years ago. <laughs> you know, I licked the mic. Don't talk to me. Okay. So, um, but I, um, but the only, dark. The, they, they look perfect. Thank you. The only frustrating thing about the microblading is that like I was really due for Botox and it's like there has oh. to be a period of time between Botox when you can microblade and after right. you micro, so I'm, I'm really due, I'm really due for a tox right now. Um, I, I don't, I don't see it at all. Do you feel like, is I it, do. I'm, cause I'm always furrowing. I'm furrowing constantly. But I think it, but it's cause I'm fucking blind. And uh, and now that I'm getting older, I have like dry eye at night or like as the day goes on. And so I'm always squinting and trying to like my TV is huge and I'll be going through like what's on. And I'm like, I can't read that. What does that say? And he goes like, are you kidding me? You had to see a doctor. And I did. And she's like, your eyes are dry. Um, oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Great. Right. So Just like put some, some degeneration. Right. Not well, actually, <laughs> to be honest, I don't know. Because I went in to see her <laughs> and I was like, I need to get my eyesight checked and I need to know why my vision's blurry at night. And she's like, those are two different appointments. I'll check your eyesight, but you have to make an appointment to come back to see why your eyesight is kind of blurry. And I was like, right. you can't just like talk me through options. She's like, no, maybe it's dry eye, but I don't know. And so I was like, okay, it's dry eye. Right. But yeah, it could be some kind oh my of God. like. I'm the same way. I'm like, great. It's not okay. It's just a yeast infection. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely not chlamydia fantastic. No, I didn't say definitely not. Okay, moving on. <laughs> that is how we survived my 20s in New York. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, what are my other uh, things that I... Oh, so uh, so exfoliation. 
yes. is paramount. So I use so I I use for um like my cleanser, I use the Jan Marini bioglycolic cleanser. I think that's what it's called. I've never heard this about this until Trina. Trina. And she's like I mean, obviously, Jan, Jan Marini for days. Jan Marini for days. It's, yep. So if if you were starting with um with this episode, you lucky baby, and then <laughs> go back one, and you will hear uh, Trina from um Spalala, where she is. A, I've never even heard of Jan Marini before. So it's not cheap. Um, right. But I'll, although I'll tell you, you can find the cleanser online for cheap. Um, and the cleanser it has been such a game changer. And these glycolic acids, the, the that is what your exfoliation is from. And I use one of those Clarisonic brushes, mm-hmm. and I let it vibrate all over my face, mm-hmm. and I love it. And um, the other uh, Jan Marini stuff I use that I love is, is her face lotion with SPF. Uh, and it gives me a, such like a glow, like such a dewy... It leaves you looking really dewy, which is uh, and it's a I mean, favorite look. I mean, like squaggles. <laughs> squaggles. Can we say that? Uh, I, don't I, don't I don't know. I don't know. You can't use this cleanser, though, to like take off makeup. You still have to use something else to take off. Like, the cleanser is not for removing makeup. It's So what I use for removing makeup, when I put on makeup, is, and um, your guest Gwen Mesco actually turned me on to this. I don't think she talked about it, though. She didn't. Um, is It's by the body shop. It's called Chamomile Sumptuous Cleansing Butter. And for mm-hmm. those of you who did plays in school growing up, as I know you did, it was always <laughs> Girl, like you know it was always like cold cream, and you'd cover your face in cold cream, and it was so effective but felt hor- horrible. And this is, is kind of like... Stingy? Is yeah, stingy? Yeah, it was... Um, uh, this this the cleansing butter is like it so it looks like a butter you rub it in your hands it kind of turns into an oil mm. and so it just makes everything melt off your face and then you just take like a warm wet washcloth wipe it off and you're done Fuck yes. and your skin is not dry and everything is off I'm so gonna get that immediately it's cheap wait for a sale but it's usually like buy one get one free like you can always get those deal skis yeah man um so those are but then my other kind of like most favorite thing in the world that I can never go without is you know the drunk elephant brand you bet girl <laughs> so the drunk elephant it's the sukari baby facial i have that <gasps> it is the best let's freak out about it it's because... so good so you you don't you only use it like once or twice a week at most right yeah yeah uh and it's it's like imagine like a real low-key the results of like a real low-key acid peel that's not an acid peel mm-hmm. so it is it's it's a really intense like high percentages of the of like salicylic acid and glycolic acid and and um, you put it all over your face. Uh, just a little bit goes a long way. And it will sting like shit for 20 seconds. No, yeah, not that but not, not that long. Not that bad at but all. if you are crazy sensitive, you're going to be like, this is torture. Right, and then it disappears. You leave it on for 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and you wash your face off, and you're like, this is all new skin. It's amazing. And, and, right, and it's not like, it's the, the skin, is, it's not raw, it's not red. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's like clear and... Baby soft, super smooth. Oh, it's it's wonderful. So you can use something like every day to exfoliate, or you can do this kind of like oncey twicey a week thing. Right. And here's a hack because this thing is not cheap. It's, well, it's like a bottle. It's like eighty a, bucks. Oh, is that, is that it? I thought it was like a hundred bucks. Eighty bucks? No, probably a hundred bucks. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. I got it for a gift. Oh, Ooh. that's a nice gift. Yeah. Um. So every time I walk by a Sephora. I go inside and I ask for a sample. Sample, yes, baby. Of the baby facial. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, and that will last you because the sample is like four 
doses or whatever for uses. A very thin film. Right. Exactly. And so every time I walk by Sephora, I grab a little sample and that lasts you a month. And I don't know if that makes me a bad person. Fuck no. Um, But I feel like it's just like I'm taking a book out of the library. Uh, Maybe I'll buy it. I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, But I I mean, I'd like to buy it eventually so I can stop fucking going to Sephora because I can't just walk out with a sample of something. I'm always like, oh, look at that lippy. Mm." I'm all about a bold, like I love a bold lip. I feel like that's, it's Mm -hmm. like eyebrows and a bold lip if you do nothing else. Um, I just think about like all the women I knew growing up who had always had like a bold lip on and they were always also sort of like the bold personalities and like the women with confidence. And I put it on and I'm like, I'm somebody I'm not. Uh, It makes me (laughs) feel good. Um, So like, but, but that being said, like, I feel like I only have bold lipstick now and every now and then your look does not call for a bold lip and I have nothing to fall back on except Aquaphor. So I'll just juice him up. Um, yeah, I'm exactly the same way, actually. Oh, really? I my philosophy is eyebrows, mascara, bold lip. You good? You good? Yeah. What kind of mascara do you like? Um, so I, uh, if you've listened before, I have like a problem with mascara because I like to buy a lot of them. Um, <laughs> uh, YSL is um excellent. It's like the curl YSL. Yeah. It comes in also really gorgeous colors. There's like a deep purple that looks. Beautiful. I used to wear like a bluish mascara that For Chanel or oh god no this no. was some garbage brand when I was in my twenties oh, yeah um but I loved it I'm it's not a- sure anyone else did but I loved it I love so there's uh now there's a trend uh, not a trend there are there's a burgundy mascara uh they I think L'Oreal has one um also Chanel YSL and it is gorgeous it's gorgeous on every skin tone. Um, it just really brightens your eyes, and I really like, I like a well pigmented mascaras. What, what? Um. So our hair color. So we're both blondies mm-hmm. now. Um. And I, this is a dark car. What color are your eyes? I can't green. See. Oh, green. And yours are blue. Suns. Mine are blue. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So I feel like I we look probably into your eyes. Like right. <laughs> I. So I feel like 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 darkly lining our eyes make them pop like crazy mm-hmm. and i also feel like um blonde hair and a bold lip are also very good for light colored eyes perfect we're on to it yeah uh, and a good mascara i always it's the only drugstore thing i use for mascara oh please a- tell me everything else is i i go too expensive um i just it's a cover girl uh friggin frack it's the one thing i didn't write down it's not great great lash yes that's it that's all it's just cover girl great lash girl yes but I do, but I have this like super expensive Lancome uh, mascara primer. Sure. So it it makes your lashes thicker and longer, mm-hmm. and then you let it set for a second, and then I put on the. But I can also just do the the CoverGirl. But then my sister's wedding on last um, Saturday. Saturday, um, my wow. sister has so fresh. a mascara that is like. I have to find out what it is. I should have done it before I came in, but like the flight in my arm and I'm a whiner and a baby. Uh, but she, her <laughs> mascara put on with like no primer or anything. And as she's putting it on me and the other bridesmaids were just going, whoa, whoa, whoa. I wonder what it was. I know. Do you know the color? What was the color of it? I'm legit going to text her. And text if she gets her. back to us before the end I wonder of if this it podcast. Was, um, uh, it's Kevin Aquan because I used to use Maybe. Kevin Maybe. She uses some of that. And that shit is amazing. I will say that it runs out fast. Mm. Um, it's a very skinny tube. Kevin Kwan is great. But I have to say, I have had... So Elizabeth Lame came on the podcast. Do you know her? Uh, no. Uh, w- w- amazing. Um, beautiful, uh, lovely uh, gal. And um, Can you not talk about other guests in front of me, please? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, I like, she's fine. She's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> but she... Um, 
I'm like, so I've known her for years and years. I met her in New York, like my first moment in New York. And she was like, um, I, I have this very distinct memory of her being like, um, uh, a makeup artist has told me to use um, Great Lash. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And that is a stable with makeup artists yes. all over the world. Yes, that's who I heard about it from. Yeah. CoverGirl Great Lash, a makeup artist told me about it. When I was working on a show, and I was like, "Yeah, all right, it's cheap. It's cheap. And you can always get like one, like a CVS always has a coupon for CoverGirl on one of their eight foot long receipts." Oh God, you're killing the planet! But I love those receipts. I know, but God, I, but I hate going into drugstores. I think it's the reason I don't buy more affordable makeup because I hate going into drugstores. You do? I love it. Really? Yeah. There's maybe it's just the drugstore by my house, but I feel like if you want to see like the worst of your the neighborhood yeah oh, for sure it's always like the front it's just like needles and i don't know it's not my <laughs> favorite place to go to what's the drugstore by your house what, what it's just it? a cvs in north hollywood but it's yeah. it's not i don't like it yeah. i don't like it wait are you by the lancashire one mm-hmm. oh my god that is my favorite CVS. oh my god <laughs> Kidding me? Why do you have favorite CVSs? Because I love it there. Sometimes but why is it better than other ones? The layout? I because they have a lot of um, <laughs> like K Beauty stuff, which I love. Oh, they have a lot. I mean, I'm assuming it's like the one on Vineland and Lancashire, right? Oh no, it's a different one. <gasps> oh shit! Mm, shit! Maybe I got to go to your CVS. I think you would like it. I might. I really enjoy <laughs> CVS. There's always there's a there's a there, there's a <clears throat> uh, um, a homeless man in my neighborhood who I helped out uh, last year or something, and he has a couple dogs, and I bought him, like, a tent and all his toiletries and, like, food for him and food for the dogs. and like, that camping amazing. Ba- I, I'm a sucker. And then, and when I say I'm a sucker, it's because as I finished doing this mega shop for him, and because he, I saw, this is too, you don't need this in the podcast. Okay. I think okay. we do. All right. <laughs> he was pushing a mattress down the street on like a shopping cart and it kept falling off. And I pulled my car over and I got over and I was like, where are we taking this to? Like, let me help you because you got the dogs too. You're and an I was angel. like, no, I was like late to daycare pickup. I'm like, fuck my kid. Uh, <laughs> and so obviously we're going to an underpass. So we like go, I take him through the whole thing and he has this totally collapsed tent and he's telling me about, you know, all the issues with like, I just need a tent that's big enough for me and my dog so I can keep him inside and people keep stealing this and stealing that. So, I went out and got him all this shit, and as I finished like unloading all of it, he tells me he actually has an apartment. What? And the apartment—it's for people. It's like halfway housing, and it costs something like two eighty a month for him. And he's like, "But I'm a massive alcoholic, and like I can't keep a job, so I come down here every weekend, and and panhandle, and so I just need the stuff for like the weekend." And I was like, "You have a home." Oh uh, my. <laughs> Fucking God. But anyways, he hangs at that CVS, and I don't like running into him. Because he's a gar- He's a piece <laughs> of shit. Oh, no. I mean, I, I can't judge. I just felt a little... I just felt a little... Fuck him. Schemed. That is not okay. See, I... Oh, that makes me so mad. I... <laughs> I we, so we, we live so we live in a, a, a condo community. We have a townhouse. <laughs> it's a townhouse. It's also a condo. I don't know how do you even di- differentiate. But like we live like right by. Um, we live between like a apartment complex and this guy, um, like set up a like a makeshift community in like the tiny little lot. And every day he would like go to uh the. Uh, dumpsters and like honestly I've never met a more creative um, 
uh, 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 person. He set basically he like built a home and a back house. Whoa. Um, yeah, he had a water filter. He had a fridge somehow. Um, and he it was like it was plugged into just the dirt, but he had one. <laughs> There's nowhere for that to go. <laughs> it's like <laughs> want a cold beer? It's not, it's actually urine in this jar. But oh, no. yeah, I mean, but I feel he, like we're going down a, a weird path. It right is. Now. <laughs> it's okay, self care, baby. Um, but he um so but I was like. You know, he was such a sweet guy, and I would see him, and I'd say hello, and one time I baked muffins and brought him to him. He was, he's not like a, he wasn't a gar, like, didn't strike me as like a piece of shit. He just struck me as like a person who like had a bad run of it. Yeah. Um, and he was really sweet, and until I noticed that he was selling crack out of his makeshift oh, home oh. as I was walking my uh, baby and my daughter and my dog, and I'm like, and so I... One day I pulled up in my car next to him and I'm like, dude, you got to go, man. This isn't cool. And he's like, yo, we're getting out of here today. Uh-huh. And I was like, because like there's kids here, dude. And he's like, I get it. I get it. Uh, and then um, he left uh, the worst pile of garbage I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> yeah, It was just. And I mean, again, like. I, I'm because I'm the same way. Like I'm like I want to help. I want to yeah, help. I want to help. help. How can I help? And then, then you get kind of burned. Yeah, and that Sometimes. was the guy when when he told me he had an apartment. I was like, look, I, like I don't fucking know what happened to him in his life. Like right. I don't know if he was like abused as a child or you know foster home to foster home or you know right. th- there's all kinds of. But then he like. He was like, nah, I have a house. And then he started like really creepily hitting on me. And I was sort of like a little <laughs> off. The, I was a little off the beaten path with him, like setting up his tent. And then I was just like, goodbye. Uh, he's like, <laughs> I know. And then he's like, well, there's this woman nearby. I like to fuck, but she's not really my type. You're more my type. And I was just like, started backpedaling and like feverishly. Like, okay, I have a good day. And I was like, oh my um, God. Yeah. I and I was like, oh no, I don't worked. think you're a good person. Oh no, you're a terrible man. Oh, you're not a good man. And I would like my tent back, please. Um, I could use this. Like I would like to go camping. Child. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god. Anyways, um, that's what. Yeah. So just pick. That's why my, you know yeah. my money now goes to you know charities that right, know, exactly. know what they're doing. I know. Of course. <laughs> I like now. I'm, I'm like just, I'm gonna save the world. I just and then you do a couple like a stupid monthly. things and then you're like I'm not gonna save the world. Yeah. No. Oh, we're 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 a, a flaming uh, pile of garbage. This okay, great. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll just uh, I'll just drink my feelings. <laughs> do you get? The only the only other thing I was going to talk about today, I was going to ask, do you get like hormonal? Do you ever get hormonal acne, like like mm-hmm. when you're ovulating mm-hmm. or right before you get your period? It's always Ar- sort around of around like your mouth and your chin. Around your mouth and mm-hmm. your chin, and they're very painful. Very the deep underground kind of cystic hormonal acne. I never knew that it that was that it it cycles with your cycle, mm-hmm. uh, and it's that deep, super painful. Like it's never going to come to the surface thing. Mm-hmm. I never, huh, sorry, I never had acne growing up. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it in my teen years. I didn't either. I got it in my twenties actually. Oh well, yeah. we were. We were blessed during high school then. But because of that, now when I get one, I can't stop messing with it. Yeah, it's so satisfying. It's so difficult. It's so satisfying. Oh, God, you're probably a pimple popper person like me. Uh, it's so <laughs> hard. It's so hard to, like, leave it alone. And these underground ones, like, if you just fucking leave them alone. They go away. They go away. But benzoyl peroxide, which you can, like, every. Clearasil. Is that Clearasil? Is I that so. benzoyl peroxide? I use Jan Marini, obviously, because of Trina. Um, <laughs> but if you like, kind of rub it, it's really drying. But you rub it on, and it just goes away. It just goes away. But you fuck with it until but, it gets well worse. until until I realized that I could do that and it would go away. I fuck with it, fuck with it, fuck with it until it like finally makes it way up to. And then I have a scar, like I have a dark scar on my face so I for months. Too. Me too. 
Why don't why do we do this to ourselves? Because we're anxious people. Yeah. I just can't resist like I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, like I'm, I'm a picker, I'm a scratcher. My kid still has like my kid's almost 4 and he still gets like cradle cap kind of in his scalp under his curls and I'm just like I'm like, sit here, watch this show. I'm going to be behind you like a great ape, just working through <laughs> and picking it up. And it's like, stop scratching my head. I'm like, you like it. Oh, my God. Um, yes. I know. I, My husband, I have to sneak attack him. Oh, I do and that with Nico, too. I'm like, turn around. What's on your back? Oh, Bend over. Oh, that's gross. I got to get at it. And sometimes, <laughs> like, as a reward for having a good day, my husband lets me uh, pop a couple pimples. Oh, God. Because, <laughs> you know, he doesn't, like, he doesn't have a face routine. And I'm like, if you need to be where you strip so fucking bad, it's killing me. And he's like, all right, fine, you can get at it. <gasps> oh, my God, then I put a hot towel on it, then I get my tool and I get all the shit out of his nose. And oh, I'm like, so good. It's like my vows all over again. It's like, <laughs> it's like, a, it's like a second honeymoon. Oh, God. I love it so oh, much. I can't get I enough. I do too. I do too. And um, maybe it's because we didn't have anything to like mess with in, yeah. in high school. I don't know. I will say that when I got into it, uh, in my 20s, like in New York, mm-hmm. I would get those like crazy, like Mount Vesuvius, like hard, horrible Ugh. cysts. Ugh. Very painful. And then, but now I get them around my mouth and around my jaw and the skin's so thin there and then I pop it then I have uh, scars forever. Yeah, scars forever. Yeah. Months. 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 Yeah. I can't resist. You, I don't know why, but when you just said when you were in New York, it reminded me, what just popped in my head was I would always go to these Russian ladies for Brazilian waxes back Holy when we fuck. thought Brazilians were a I good idea. I've talked about this so many times. Yes. Really? Brazil, well, yes, Russian yes, Brazilians. Russian Brazilians, and they were so mean but so uh, efficient. But the, this one, one time I went in, and she was all done and left the room, and I had to pass gas so bad. And I was like, it's just a little squeaker. And I went, boot, and it was like a face melter. It was one of the worst <laughs> ones ever. And I was like, oh, boy, glad that she's not in here anymore. And then it was like, knock, knock, knock. We have to come in. Like, she, she had a new client who had to come in and I was like oh and there's no windows I'm like just a minute and so I'm like getting dressed as slowly as I can just like well I don't know what to like I'm chewing gum with my mouth open like maybe some of the peppermint will will like in and enter the room I'm like just give me three give me three three more minutes and she's like come on come on come on and so then I was like oh shit one of those things where you're just like I just gotta go for it I guess I just gotta leave so I open the door and I run up to um to pay and I'm kind of like glancing over my shoulder to see if they go in and close the door and stay in and she walks in and closes the door and immediately opens the door again and they walked out <gasps> that bad oh my god no I mean look that shit happens plus New York stinks no one knows yeah New York does fucking stink and that woman was just all up in my butthole so wait where did you go Where do you remember the name of it was it on the lower east side it was the west west village west village yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went to, and I've told this story before, but the first time I ever got it done, it was like my first month in New York. And I was, uh, at the time I had a boyfriend uh, who ended up being with for seven wasted years. Whoa. Yeah, he ended up moving out to New York. What a shit show. What's that guy up to? Maybe he's not alive. I don't care. So, um, <laughs> he's a nightmare. Not a terrible person. But, um, so I, so I, he was coming out to visit or I was going to go home or something. So I was like, I have to go and go get a Brazilian. I've never done that before. And I went to this Russian woman who was like, your first time, okay, <laughs> lay down, spread your butthole, basically. Right. Uh, Relax and, your muscles. <laughs> yeah, just breathe. I say one, two, three, I pull it. And she pulled out this, I mean, like immediately went for the clit and just like <gasps> yanked out this patch of 
of bear of Jew bear fur, like the only oh. kind that like a like a strong Russian Jewish woman can can oh. produce. And she had me touch it. She goes, "See, strong like cactus." And I touched it, and I was like, "I'm touching my own people." Okay, no, this is real. <laughs> Uh, and so, and then I kept doing it and you don't do it anymore, right? No. Fuck no. God, no. No, I, I've, I've reverted back to the, the seventies, the seventies boosh. Me too, girl. Um, but yeah, the, the, they, there was something really satisfying about it for a while, mm. but then it was starting to grow back in and it itched so bad. And then you're at work and you're like, I've got to scratch my butthole. <laughs> um, and I don't know, I can't go to the bathroom 300 times a day. <laughs> um, so I'm butthole. just, yeah. So you're just like. Rubbing your butt all around the seat, and you're like, maybe I could do one of those like really hard farts that scratches your butthole for you. <laughs> Anyways, you know what I'm talking about. So much so, <laughs> and I think if we're being honest, everyone who listens to the podcast, the podcast can, can, can also yeah, can because, also relate to that. Oh my god, yes, yeah, you gotta scratch that butthole. Yeah. So do you shave now or no? You're like fuck it. No. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll I trim. I don't let it get like obscene. Like you can't dread it. it I keep it. I keep it short. <laughs> you can't braid it. Yeah. I keep it short. But I, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't really manicure at all. My husband could not care less. No one gives a fuck. Honestly. Nobody cares. My husband does not care. He's like, oh, your boobies are here. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I know them. Hello again. Hello, good old to friends. See you. Good to see you. <laughs> it's been a very busy month. I'm so <laughs> excited you can. Yeah. So, um, yeah, exactly. I don't get yeah. this shit. Um, shit. that's magical. Okay, so okay, can we talk about specific products? Can we name some names? Lip color. What's your favorite lip color? Oh no. Well, or a favorite brand? Do you have like a favorite? I mean, I usually, uh, NARS is kind of my mm-hmm. <laughs> go-to, but but what I typically do is I see someone who has a beautiful lip mm-hmm. on, and I go, hello, what is that called? And then <laughs> I go and buy it. Yes. Um, so the the, the 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 color, the the bold lip that I really like right now that's an orange-red, mm. it's by NARS. It's called, <sighs> I think I have this wrong, Red Box? That sounds inappropriate. <laughs> Hold on. NARS Red Box? Is that it? It sounds. Red Square? I think maybe it's Red Square. Yeah, Red Box is not coming up in a search. <laughs> well, boxes are squares. I think it is Red Square. That sounds more appropriate. And it's like a a, a reddish a reddish orange, which I really like, uh, a, a reddish orange. <clears throat> and then the other one that uh, a my hairdresser I got that one from her and then the last time I went to get my hair done again I'm like what's this new color and it, it's called temper by urban decay but the yes. thing is makeup and skincare is all so personal it's like mm-hmm. it looks different in every person skincare works that's why when people are going crazy about some new skincare thing mm-hmm. and I'm like you got to try it first you don't know if it's going to work on your skin you don't know if like like Korean skincare I bear I didn't even try it because I'm just like my skin couldn't be less Korean uh <laughs> so I'm not I'm not even gonna go go for it um oh this is what the red square looks like oh I love it oh that's beautiful it's, it's matte a, it's matte it's a matte lip pencil oh NARS is ex- an excellent line yeah I'm into it although I've been I really have been wearing so much matte lately that it's really drying mm. and I know I got to start getting back into that kind of like glossy realm but but yeah. but then it's just like it comes off so easy and I don't know uh that's really all I have to recommend is those two brands by name because I don't I everything else I wrote down is all skincare stuff and yeah no I'm so I mean believe me I'm excited <laughs> about all of it I will say I will say I I honestly don't even know if they make it anymore but my the like foundation that I use when I'm looking for very light coverage mm-hmm. which is usually what I'm looking for <clears throat> is made by Mac 
and it is called uh I think it's just like it's a face and body foundation Mm. so it's sort of like when it was sold to me eight years ago or whatever it was that I'm still using it I'm a garbage person um (laughs) it was sold to me as like this is what like like models put on their legs on the runway to just kind of like so you can put it everywhere on your body because it's a real sheer coverage Mm -hmm. that just kind of because I have uh melasma around my mouth Mm -hmm. and then I have really your kind of red ruddy cheeks I'm painting a picture of a beauty (laughs) uh and so I just put this on to just kind of even everything out. And you can build coverage with it, but I just kind of go for like, and also it leaves kind of a dewy finish. And who doesn't like a dewy finish? Yeah, man. Uh, except on my lips, apparently. Matt! Um, <laughs> but I think it's it's NARS, and I honestly don't know if they still make it. I bought this so long ago. Not NARS, I'm sorry, MAC. MAC. MAC Face and Body. I'm Googling it on a podcast. Yep, they still make it. Uh, Face and Body Foundation. And uh, I don't think it's that, like, the, the bottle has lasted me, it's like $30, it's huge, and it has lasted me, I mean, probably literally eight years. Really? Yes. And has it's it still, separated at all? It still nope. has good, amazing. No. It's still you know, great. Shake Max, it up. Max a good company. They are reliably good. Oh, here's something that you might not know, that every time I tell people, they get really excited. I love, I also, I love, um... Bobby Brown makeup, or I used to. Apparently, they were bought by Estee Lauder, and now their stuff isn't so great. Estee Lauder owns owns everything, so right, Lord so right. But so the, it's like less, like the colors aren't as pigmented anymore, and mm. da, 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 cut costs. Um, but <clears throat> Bobby Brown, if you find a Bobby Brown co- counter anywhere, and it's usually in the more kind of like in a Nordstrom or a Lord and Taylor, it's right. kind of like the high end uh, mm-hmm. department yes. stores. Mm-hmm. Um, make an appointment for a makeover. It's one hundred percent free. You don't have to buy anything. They will show you how to do whatever. They'll use every cool product. Obviously, they'd like you to buy something, mm-hmm. um, but it's free. So if you're going to go to an event or you have some, and you like, you want to have like a basically a makeup artist do your makeup for free. Make an appointment at the Bobby Brown counter. They'll do it for you. And their stuff is lovely. And you know, you may want to buy a few things. <laughs> um, and the, their makeup artists are really good. And when I went, I went there you know, like the year before I got pregnant with my son. Maybe this is why. And this guy taught me basically how to do my makeup. That's why you got pregnant? Right. Well, he was like, I was like, here's what I would love for you to do. Give me a daytime makeup and then show me how to take it tonight. Mm-hmm. Basically, so I could get two makeovers for the price of one. Uh, and he did. And I bought a lot of stuff. Um, uh, but it was, I've, I've already forgotten all the magic. But it's like so, so worth doing. Because I think it's Sephora. You have to pay, you have to buy $50 worth of product or something afterwards. Oh, I don't for know. I've, a makeover. Never, I've never d- done that. Um, but also, so many of the women I see at Sephora, I'm like, I don't want you doing my makeup. Yeah, I've talked about this before. So the the thing about Sephora is, so Sephora, I believe, used to only hire uh, like students who were like cosmetology students who were like in the process of learning, or like actual makeup artists. And then they became this insane empire. And so now they just hire people who are like. I like makeup. I like putting makeup on my face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so um, uh, while they are usually very helpful and eager to assist, they don't always know exactly. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, that tech comes with time anyway. Right. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. So I feel like like at Mac, I think the people who work at Mac have to have like a certain training. They are actual makeup artists. Yes. Yes. Uh, and it was the same thing with Bobby Brown. Like the guy who did my makeup used to be a Mac guy and now he's Bobby Brown. He said he much preferred the makeup. And I was like, except the face and body foundation over at Mac. <laughs> um, uh, so so yeah, that's like a, a, a quick free makeover for it was funny when I went to him. He's like, so what do you have going on tonight? You have a dinner date? You have a this? You have a that? I'm like, no, I just want to learn how to do makeup he's like oh most people just do this for a free makeover <laughs> and I was like yeah well that's great too. also that yeah, yeah. Uh, well I mean for a, a free like do your makeup for an event thing 
Um, so that because I had um, for I got married recently. I got married in August, mm-hmm. and uh, you're a newlywed. I am a newlywed. <laughs> um, but we've been together for years, and and have also have an almost four year old son. And I <laughs> I I was friends with him for I don't know since like 2010. So we've known each other also forever. He's also he's like I I'm a cradle robber. I'll be 39 in March, and he just turned 32. Hey. I know he's a baby. Oh Babies having babies. His his son was like the first baby he ever held. Um, really? Yeah. And then I was like, I need you to be a stay at home dad for a year with him. And he was like, a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, because what? he was twenty eight when he was. Yeah, twenty six. I think when he found out I was pregnant. Oh my god! I know. Good for him. I know. He was a babe. He was a babe in the woods. He really has. Um, why did I bring him up? Oh, because I married him. Uh, and so we. <laughs> He and my son, um, he's Samoan, so he and my son, they wore like lava lavas, which is, and like had on sandals and, and wore like beautiful, my friend made these beautiful lays. And her, my friend's sister, is a makeup artist and hair person. And she did my hair and makeup and everything. I was just like, can you come to my house every morning? Yeah. And then come again in the evening and wash it off because I hate doing that. And then come again the next morning. <laughs> um, and I wrote down a long list of everything that she used on my face, but it was like, 30 things and I was like oh forget it. I'm, not, I'm never gonna do that yeah you need like a like a. I was just like oh I love this blush what is it she's like oh it's actually three different colors that I lay and I was like forget it just forget it yeah just give me all of those in one yeah. uh yeah I yes um it's well Trina uh, the episode right before this of Spali La fame of spa le la um she um said that you only really need like she said first of all if you don't have oily skin what you only need to wash your face once a day in the evening right get the day's pollutants off your face yes i um am uh, a victim of the double cleanse i actually really like it though i like to like in the morning to like double cleanse and then at night too uh and so i kind of overdo it but i also have a lot of shit that i need to get through so i need to shower more i i just i'm so tired <laughs> i'm so tired I'm, I'm this mom group that we that we're both in. Someone did a, th- a threat recently, and they were like, "Do people does everyone shower every day?" I saw that. Yeah, and then like ten of ten women were like, "Yes, I." Or sometimes twice a day, and then like three hundred of us were like, "Lol, lol, 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 lol." Who has the time? I would like to shower every day. I'm at twice a day. Sometimes you are kidding. No, I really um, I I I shower a lot. I I've always been like that. And when I, also I brush my teeth, um, now that I'm past like my son, uh, being a, a newborn, I brush my teeth. Actually, no, I've never gone back. Before my son, I brush my teeth like, six times a day. Like, what and the? F- I mean, that's great. That's really good hygiene. Yeah. We're in a drought. It's really good hygiene right. for the shot. I mean. Jesus, when when I get around to take when I get around <laughs> to taking a shower, I basically have to burn my underwear. It's I mean I I, <clears throat> I feel like that in New York where I was like, oh, oh this whole outfit set it on fire. <laughs> no, this is not good. This is and, toxic waste. And in the early days, you could still smoke everywhere too. So it was just like everything was. Oh God, yeah. it was, we get so deeply in your hair and your skin. Um, Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I would love, and the thing is, like, once I get in the shower, I'm like, this feels amazing. <laughs> Why don't I do this all the time? And then, like, uh, a, like a child's head is like, I'm coming in too, and I'm like, you're fully clothed. Get the fuck out! You're, no, we have to leave in three minutes. We don't. I'm gonna come see you, mommy. Look at your vagina. No, okay, get out. We're gonna. He has this new thing where we're, we're playing board games that have little spinners, where you like flick the spinner to see how many like spaces you're gonna go. And so he learned how to flick it, like the way you flick somebody's ear. He learned how to flick it, and his new thing is when I'm in my pajamas and I don't have a bra is flicking my nipples what I know 
He's Where did he get that from? Such a boy. I mean, maybe talk to your husband. Uh, <laughs> no, that is so not a husband thing. Um, but he, he'll just, like, and this morning, I haven't seen him in days. And he's like, Mommy, I missed you. Oh, and he sees that, like, I have, like, morning hard nipples. He's like, oh, I know you don't have morning hard nipples. What am I talking about? <laughs> Morning, Nipplewood. <laughs> no, he just saw that, like, in my, like, I wear, like, really thin, like, shirts to bed. And he could see my, and he was like, oh, excuse me, like, look, coming through. Uh, here we go. And flick and flick. <laughs> and I was like, I don't enjoy that. That feels bad. Also, don't ever do that to anybody else except your father if you want to. Well, you have to start doing those flicking ears. Let me teach you how to flick ears. Uh, no, I, I didn't teach him how to, I did teach him how to flick It'd be ears. okay. It'd be yeah. okay. Just don't do that. That is kid. so funny. Oh, my God. I know they're obsessed with, with tits from like a very young yeah. age, I guess. I put out, we were dancing the, the day I, I left to go back to the airport and got, they're all bleeding together at this point. Um, <laughs> we, I put on like all the greatest hits from the 90s uh, for us to dance <clears throat> to, even though I have, I'm so out of shape and I have exercise induced asthma. And like halfway through shoop, I was like, <gasps> like whistle and I can't <laughs> breathe anymore. Um, and my kid was like, we were like dancing like crazy people, but I was also getting ready to get in the shower. So I'm like, sl- like kind of like dancing, dancing, drop my pants. We're dancing, dancing. There's my shirt. Mm, bop, 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 there goes the bra. And I was dancing a little bit and I turned around. I realized like I didn't have a top on. I was dancing and my kid just went, <gasps> like, whoa, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> no, not horrible. He was like amazed sort he was, of. He was like. Those are a lot of things that are different from me. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's like my big soft farmer belly and like the the, the big boobs and the big boobs. Yeah, um, the big, My sometimes my daughter's like, what's up with your boobies, mom? And I'm like, what do you mean? You're like, there's nothing up about them anymore. <laughs> oh my God. I, so a few episodes back, I talked about the fact that I went to like the um, Victoria's Secret semi-annual sale and I... Um, tried on bras. Uh, I'm astonished by the shape of my tits at this point because <laughs> I had pretty dope tits for a long yeah. time. Uh, they are. Uh, they they look like a. Uh, they, like if I were to make a puppet, they look like a sad puppet. <laughs> just like a droopy face, droopy yeah, dog like, puppet. Oh, no. They've yeah. had some bad news. They've had a bad streak of luck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I lost all my money on the ponies. Yeah, those are my tits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's oh. rough stuff in there. So yeah, what the? F- Did you breastfeed? I did. Oh well, there you go. And pumped also. Right? I exclusively pumped for eight months, but my kid only. Uh, only drank my milk for four months. Really? Yeah, he couldn't process it. He was just like shit and blood. Oh, and I kept so pumping awful. as a single mom. Kept pumping every three hours, thinking maybe he'll grow out of whatever the sensitivity is. Right. And so every month, I'm like, here's half of an ounce of milk. How's that working for you? And he'd be like, bloody shit, that's how. <laughs> but but I was such a. <laughs> Sorry, that is no. So I know he talked early just so he could say those those words. <laughs> <laughs> He's really advanced. <laughs> uh, so he, I was a super overproducer, which I actually think is why he couldn't, why my milk upset him is, I would, I would pump about fifty-five ounces a day, which is a lot of milk. I remember you telling me that at the retreat, and I was oh, like, yeah. "What the fuck?" Right. It means I donated a lot of milk. That's very, um, which is amazing, which is good. Yeah. Um, I was like, "It's Lexapro milk. It's extra happy. <laughs> It'll make your kids super happy." <laughs> um, 
no, but uh, yeah, he he wasn't able to. And, and after once I finally, I had such bad. I got mastitis maybe four times because oh. I was such an overproducer. And the last time I had it, it was like I was out for days, just feverish, talking voice. Like I didn't know who I was, where I was. Oh, so horrible. And. Uh, we happened we happened to that point to be visiting my grandmother on her deathbed, and I was just like, "Who's a what?" And everyone's like, "You need to get your shit together." I'm like, "I'm sorry, my tits are on fire." Oh, it's um, so painful. And then when I finally weaned, I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with me? Like, why four months for no reason? You idiot." Um, P.S. Uh, so I weaned when my son was eight months. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son will be four in March. Uh, I can still get a little bit of milk out. You know what? Happened, Does that ever ha- stop? Happened with Bo. Where I had always been like, oh, I was gonna squeeze a little, a little bit. Yeah, Charlie, no. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. Also, after Bo, tits were like still up, pretty high up there, uh, and I was like, I'm doing pretty well. That must be a <laughs> no. myth. I know it's a myth. What's wrong with these other? Mah. And then it, the second I was done with Charlie, they Maybe. were like, <laughs> just like you know when like you jump on an air mattress when it's oh. deflating. <laughs> Oh, when you go to like one of those bounce houses at like a really cheap, shitty street fair. Yeah. Like, you just sink into it. Yeah, you're jumping on applesauce. <laughs> Why? Why does this feel this way? It's like cream corn wrestling. In my cup. <laughs> oh, God. It's, oh, the vaginal infections. <laughs> cream corn wrestling. It's, oh, God. That was a thing, right? In real life. Like, I didn't have a fever dream and dream that up. I've never heard of it. Cream corn wrestling? Yep. Oh. Google it. Write to us. Tell us it's real. Do you guys know if this is real or if there's something wrong with me? Um, <laughs> Maybe this is just your fetish, Amy. <laughs> Wait, no one likes to jump in a vat of cream going and touch other women. Okay. Um, have you finished your? Sorry, have you finished your champers? Mm-hmm. You have. I like it drinking out of a water glass. Um, I, yeah, it's like a full water glass. <laughs> of champagne. It's been thirteen days. <laughs> uh, I have earned it. <laughs> God. <laughs> Meanwhile, I bought a protein shake, had one sip of it, and just went, fuck you, God. protein shake, you gritty-ass, sand-tasting bitch. Yep, that just happened. It makes me real sad. Um, Are you thirsty? Do you want to- Yeah, I'm Should we go thirsty. in and get some? Yeah, should let's we, get some. Should we wrap the sucker up? Maybe we should. <laughs> wrap it up. I just tried to make that gesture with my bad arm, and it really hurt. Oh, baby. I was like, wrap it. <laughs> <laughs> what, should we, what should we leave um our listeners with? Uh-oh. Um- just that, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, what should we leave our listeners with? It's, it, oh, will oh. you share your self-care thing that you're going to do? Oh, yes, I will. So um, before we started recording this, uh, Amy and I were talking about Amy's a singer, and I used to be a singer as well. Um, and I was in a glam rock band, and I was in choirs. I did tons of musical theater. And singing is what brings me joy, and I haven't done it in so long I haven't I and singing is something that I really just do for myself that makes me happy and the only times I really get to sing are like singing along with people at funerals or in the shower because my son and my husband don't like the sound of my voice what um I know I'm cursed and then that can't uh, be right and that's it they're fucking with you I don't know because I heard you say so again we went on this mom retreat you sang like I mean, like, actually very privately. I was probably impeding on your privacy. But I was, you just sang something and I was like, fuck, that voice. It's like, you got like this, the kind of voice that I'm so attracted to where it's like. Can you use the word timber? You've got a timber. <laughs> You've got a rich timber. But you do. I mean, your voice is dope. You have like a like a jazzy, rich, full sound. And if they don't, I mean, they're crazy. Well, thank you very much. But I'm usually singing very loud and very high, which is maybe they don't like my belt, my early morning belt. Um, (laughs) 
But anyways, I miss singing so bad. And I just want to like, like in college, I had this great friend who he loved the sound of my voice. He uh, was in a company, a company. Mm-hmm. A companist, uh, and he would he would like rent out a room at the music school and be like, "You want to go and just like sing for an hour?" And I was like, mm-hmm. "Fuck yes, I do!" <laughs> and that was just like nothing made me happier yeah. and brought me more joy. And as, as a mom, I feel like you have to really start like seeking out the things that bring you joy. My son does bring me joy, of course. Um, playing board games with him, he's hilarious. Everything with him is fun, but it's also, you know, it's not something that's just for you and I was like what's the thing that I could do that's just for me so my birthday is in March and and I'm I'm just gonna pay as my gift to myself I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for a bunch of voice lessons Mm -hmm. where I can go somewhere and sing and sing better and have someone who plays the piano with me and I can sing the songs I like to sing and be a real musical theater hag which is what I am through and through Mm -hmm. um if you look at my song like my music library it's like the lion guard soundtrack the little mermaid (laughs) Hamilton another version of Hamilton once on this (laughs) island um I can't uh and and I just I I fucking I miss singing musical theater so badly it's really fun yeah and I and I if I have to pay for someone to play the piano so that I can sing and be happy so be it so that's that's you know the everyone's always talking about you know cleaning out your house like does this spark joy does that spark joy mm-hmm. nothing in my house fucking sparks joy for me singing sparks joy yes so that's like a gift I'm going to give to myself I think to make myself happy and there's Beautiful. other things I could take a class and like I could learn ceramics or you know fucking learn how to you know there's so many things you can do that's just for yourself and your own time and maybe I would love to do woodworking um, but this is something you know maybe I'll try that down the line but this is something that I know I love that will it's 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 sort of like a, a soul refresher is what it, it's gonna, it feels like to me um, Beautiful. so I'm gonna go refresh my soul um, and that is a perfect place to end on uh, if uh, moms, if you need to get your shit together by refreshing your soul, that means doing whatever the fuck you need. And um, I completely subscribe to like, what's the thing that brings you the most joy? And everyone has it, you know, doesn't matter how weird it is or how like, uh, you know, like if you think like, oh, it's like not okay for me to do this. It is. And take time to like, yeah, carve out time for yourself. You deserve it you are keeping another human alive yeah it's fucking hard you you used to be 100% responsible for one person right and now you're let's be honest dads now you're 100% responsible (laughs) for a second person sometimes a third a fourth a fifth no wonder we have mom brains because we are we are living the lives for so many people keeping so many people safe keeping tracks on so many people and like yeah you're that's a really big job and you have to you have to carve out the time for yourself you just do you have to um do it and uh again like i have a facebook page a mom get your shit together facebook page if you want to dm me and like just fucking unload (laughs) um i am here to support you i started this podcast to like make people talk about what they need and um as a mom you are doing the hardest thing in the whole world love yourself you deserve it uh i will i will uh if you need me to back you up baby i got you <laughs> i'm gonna be dming you like three hours from yeah. now like i just have to rant about something you were just here i know in but, the car I, for two hours. but i got you i everything you say you need to do mm-hmm. i'm gonna be like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> no you do that shit um but uh because you deserve it and you are awesome and you were doing a great job. Thanks, lady. Um and 
Kate, you are just like <laughs> such a fucking delight. Uh, I mean, the moment I met you, I was like, ooh, I love her. <laughs> so um, I'm going to spend a couple hours steaming up the windows of it. A- let's make it weird in this car. <laughs> It's real hot you know, here. Get weird with me. Let's do it. Um, uh, do- I'm really glad that we got to do this in the car. I was feeling like that was something on my bucket list that I wanted to be able to scratch off. Well, appreciate it. Thanks for scratching an itch I didn't even know I had. I, so. My pleasure. That's <laughs> I feel like my job nowadays. Um, uh, can uh, do you have social media you want to share? Like, can people sure find don't. you? Nope. No. Nope. I'm a ghost. <laughs> you can't find me. Do not look. Do up. not look me up. Don't Google me. <laughs> Don't try to be my friend. I'm an island. <laughs> Listen, Amy wants to be your fucking sounding board. Like, go for go for Amy. It's a go for Amy. Uh, yeah, not for me. Forget my name. <laughs> I'm dead to you. I'm dead to all of you. Um, <laughs> Sorry. It's not the greatest throw to. Like, you can catch me on the upcoming season of... <laughs> no, nope. I'm just going to be in my living room. Perfect. Vacuuming. Um, they can just like uh, fall in love with you on this podcast and just listen to the episode. Just over draw me. Yeah, <laughs> draw me. Show it to Amy. She'll appreciate it. I'm, I'm gonna have a competition where the, the person who can draw the best version of Katie, just what you imagine, which like everything that you've learned, <laughs> like melasma, like the stinkiest underwear, like greasy. <laughs> Smell lines coming off me. <laughs> oh my god! In like a steamy car. Oh, no. gonna... Painting a picture. Super dark brows. Super white hair. <laughs> Holy shit! What, uh, a, what a magical time. <laughs> um. Well, as always, thank you so much for being uh, on the podcast. Thank you for being in my life. You are a my gift. Pleasure. It is so my pleasure. You're such a love. Thank you guys for listening. Um and. Uh, Again, I'm here for you if you need me. My phone's going off. That is the signal to show the fuck up. Uh, thanks for listening, you guys, and uh, see you soon. Bye. Mom, mom, mom. Let's get your shit together. Oh, sweet. I fucked up. How can I fuck up the words? It's the name of my podcast. Oh. Screw it. Screw it. We're just going to talk about Spider-Man. Hi, this is Will Hines. And this is Kevin Hines. We are co-hosts of the podcast Screw It. We're just going to talk about Spider-Man. You love Spider-Man, so listen to us as we go over his original 1960s comic books where you'll meet all of these characters for the very first time. Dr. Octopus. Aunt May. Jay, Jonah, Jameson. Fancy Dan. Also, we're brothers, so that's cool. Yeah, listen to Screw It. We're just going to talk about Spider-Man. New episodes every Wednesday. On Campfire Media. Campfire.